Welcome to Food Friday Leftovers. A podcast about all the goodies left over from Food Friday. I'm Dave Hopper. And I'm Ashley Kinsey. Tune in each week as we cover culinary topics such as food trucks, local food, pizza, veggies, beer, and wine. You hungry yet? Huh, I'm always hungry. Well, on that note, Ashley, tell us what's in the fridge this week. Oh, great. We've got hot dogs in the fridge. We're talking to Keith Dorman. He is the CEO and founder of Snap Dogs. Thank you for joining us today. Oh, thank you very much. I'm delighted to be here. Appreciate it. So you come up all the way from the city? Yes. uh, I had a few deliveries to make this morning, and then uh, I I got behind schedule, and I I raced up here. I want to thank the... uh, the state trooper on I-87, who who, <laughs> le- who was understanding enough to let me go. Thank you. <laughs> you didn't have to bribe him with any hot dogs? Uh, well, the, the hot dogs weren't hot at that point, but if mentioning that, that I was coming up here to WAMC wasn't enough, I would have served him a cold one, for sure. But <laughs> <laughs> well, then I probably would have gotten two tickets. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I want to ask about selling on the streets of the city and what the experience is like. The New Yorkers are... Um, are New Yorkers, you know, it's, uh, <laughs> I, I mean, are you speaking more about the cart, the people who operate yeah. the carts well, no, or the customers? The, kind of both, just what the situation is from both sides, I guess, and what the, like the customers in New Yorkers, you're saying, have strong opinions. Yes, they do. And they have favorites and trying to innovate with new styles, like you were telling us outside. And They do. You know, b- believe it or not, a majority of New Yorkers don't even bother buying a hot dog on the street anymore. They've mm. given up on the hot dog card vendors. These guys play so many different tricks. And at the same time, the quality of hot dog being served has just been on this downward spiral. Mm-hmm. And what I noticed, you know, because I worked a cart myself for three weeks uh, a couple years ago. And I would always ask after I served the hot dog if the person stuck around. You know, sometimes they'd buy another one. That, that's always the, the nicest compliment. <laughs> yeah. uh, but... Uh, I remember once a woman turned to me and she said, wow, I haven't had a hot dog in 20 years. Wow. You know, and now I can have a hot dog again. And, and, you know, that made me feel great. You know, that made me feel great. But um, most of the hot dogs that are sold on the streets in New York City are sold to tourists. Yeah. And, um, you know, what's actually going on right now in Manhattan is, uh, you know, guys advertise beef brands where it says beef on, you know, somewhere on their cart. And instead, they are swapping out the beef hot dog with one made from mechanically separated chicken. It's called hot dog fraud. I've never heard that. Yeah, people are getting conned every day. Now, mechanically separated chicken, if you look it up on the USDA website, the definition is um, the meat and the bones are put under pressure through a sieve. Uh, and oh. so the, yes, it, 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 yes, oh. yeah. And so, and, and with, uh, with attached edible tissue, which includes skin and blood vessels. Oh my God. So <laughs> yeah, it's, it's horrible. It's horrible. So you people are getting con. people are eating. If you look at the nutritional facts on the label of the chicken hot dog, there's actually a calcium content. I think it's about 6%. And that's because there's so much pulverized bone that when they test the hot dogs, they test positive 6% for your daily allowance of calcium. Oh, Jeez. my goodness. So it's horrible. And that's what really propelled me to put the name Snapdog on the side of the hot dog. You can't fool anybody. If the hot dog doesn't say Snapdog, yeah. you, you, know, you don't know what it is. Right. You don't know what it is. So not only do we put the name Snapdog on there, we put the word beef on there. 
And you know these these hot dogs are coming from a USDA regulated plant, and they won't let anything leave there if it says beef. It has to be beef. Speaking of what's in the hot dogs, uh, <laughs> I, I've seen other commercials for hot dogs, and there's one in particular that has an outline of a graphic of a cow, and it has a split down the middle, and it says no ifs, ands, or buts, like in the hot dog. So I'm wondering what goes into yours and what goes into hot dogs in general. Do people really just kind of grind up whatever's left over and make hot dogs with it? Uh, well, when you say whatever's left over, um, I think if they were to use some of the parts, you know, that you're talking about, like lips and nose and that kind of thing, um, they have to, there's a special wording that they have to use uh, oh. for it. And I, I forget Is exactly. Is it Upton Sinclair's The Jungle? <laughs> <laughs> that, you know, it, it that does go on. That does go on out there, you know. And then, you know, you get into this whole thing with uh, pink slime Ooh. and... Um, I think they stop with the pink slime, but there's something called uh, something textured beef, and it's really it's the same thing without as pink slime, but I think without the ammonia. Getting back to your question, though, mm-hmm. when it comes to the snap dog, the people who make my hot dog are one of the largest corned beef, roast beef, and pastrami manufacturers in the country. So to make those products, they need top round and brisket. So those quality cuts of meat come into the factory. They have different weights to them. And so they have to trim them to all weigh the same because then they'll all cook evenly. You know, they do like a couple million pounds in a month or they, they do a lot. So everything has to go into the oven and out of the oven at the same time. It's not like when you sit there at home, you know, oh, that, that needs another 10 minutes. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. you mm-hmm. know so, uh, so it's the trimmings from those quality cuts of meat that they use to make the snap dogs with. That makes me very happy to try them. <laughs> no pink slime and ammonia and all that other gross stuff. Yeah. I want to have a question about where you place your carts in the city. Is that something that was researched or you just go by feel or it just it works here so we're going to keep it here? Uh, each cart is independently owned and operated. And we're a little bit choosy about whom we're going to let work a cart. In Manhattan in particular, there are really kind of like two types of vendors. One that's, you know, in a heavily tourist area that may not even own his cart. He's just working it for somebody else, and he doesn't care one second about what he's doing. He doesn't care about cleanliness and food safety, and he doesn't care about the quality of the product that he's serving. Only when the boss is around. Yeah, no, (laughs) the boss doesn't even, the boss just wants his money. It's a mess. The city, I feel, in the coming years, is going to take a new approach to everything, but for right now, it's just it, it's a huge mess. So that's one type of cart operator, and then there's another type of cart operator that may be in a more residential or commercial area that understands the concept of repeat business. That he wants to uh, have his customers come back on a regular basis. He develops a rapport with them. I was with one of my cart guys uh, in Lower Broadway across from City Hall, and we were just having a regular conversation. And I would say one in five people that walked by with, Hi, Ishmael. Hi, Ishmael. Yeah, he's friendly with everybody. And, and, you know, they come for a water. Maybe they'll come for a hot dog, a pretzel. Rarely a pretzel. Pretzels are really touristy. Uh, (laughs) But... um, I do love pretzels when I go there. Well, that you know, that's another thing. You know, I'm trying to elevate every component of the hot dog cart, and you know, the pretzel is definitely on the list. A little bit further down the list, but it it's on the list. It's on the list. So, do you find people to do the carts, or do you do they come to you and say we want to 
have snap dogs? Uh, well, we we sell about thirty thousand hot dogs a week, and but we only have thirty carts, so we're selling a lot more hot dogs to to cart guys, but they're not dedicated uh, snap dog carts. These are guys who like the product, and they know their customers like the product. Uh, we reached out to the quality guys that we did, and you know we wanted to kind of keep things simple and not expand at a you know tremendous pace and try and get every cart out there. Right. Uh, you know, we, we want to be picky about who's really the ambassadors of our brand. You know, uh, there are other brands out there that have their umbrellas almost on every corner, but these guys are selling the chicken hot dogs. So from someone who comes from out of state that eats one of these hot dogs and sees that umbrella, they think, oh, that's this hot dog. And it just doesn't it doesn't jive well, you mm -hmm. know, and uh, especially when you're trying to build a brand. You know, the other ones are very well established, but, you know, we're a newcomer. So it's very important to us to make sure that the guys, you know, are doing what they're supposed to be doing. We have contracts written with them. And, you know, it's not like a contract where oh, we're going to take them to court or something mm -hmm. along those lines. It's just so that, and I have it translated, because a lot of these guys are, are, are Egyptian. So I have the contract translated in Egyptian so so they understand, so that we're on the same page. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, so um, I think, though, that as word gets out more about this chicken hot dog situation and the fact that people are getting conned into eating pulverized chicken bones, that more and more people are going to want to see that name Snap Dog on the side of the hot dog. And at that point, then maybe we'll start expanding and getting more carts out there. Are uh, the different parts of the city different? Like Brooklyn different than Manhattan or Queens or? Yes. Queens, we've had a difficult time getting carts, period. Uh, and I, I still haven't been able to really figure that one out. I don't think there are as many carts in Queens. Yeah. Uh, but Brooklyn has, um, again, your touristy areas like, you know, around Brooklyn Bridge. Um, and so, you know, some of those guys are, again, the ones who don't really care too much. But then when you start going into deeper Brooklyn, uh, you know, and we start getting into the Park Slope area and, and things like that. Then uh, the guys in those in, in those areas, again, they understand this concept of repeat business, mm -hmm. and they want to build up their clientele, and they're in it for the long haul. This has all been so eye-opening. <laughs> I'm going to be so selective the next time I buy any kind of hot dogs. And speaking <laughs> of buying hot dogs, yours are available on your website, right? That's correct. Yes, we have a web store. Mm -hmm. It's uh, snapdognyc.com. And uh, you could click on the uh, web, on the, it says store. And then we also have a locations page on that website so that, you know, if, you got, if you're in the New York area, city area, uh, you can find out where a real Snapdog cart is. Because uh, as I mentioned earlier, that, you know, some of these guys, I don't know how they got the umbrellas. Um, and I can't really take them back because uh, I feel like they might have purchased it on the on the black market kind of like <laughs> and then if i if i take yeah. it back and then i'm like stealing their umbrella <laughs> so so i think what i might do is buy some competitors umbrellas and swap them out <laughs> <laughs> so before we try some of your snap dogs is there any plan to have a veggie dog on the snap dog menu not at this time not at this time, but after being here at WAMC, I tell you, um, when I walked in the door, that was the very first question I got asked, <laughs> do, we, or do we have a veggie dog? Um, I think that should be something that we offer down the line, and um, I, I don't see why not. It's definitely growing in popularity, I think. Yeah. 
I mean, I'm still a meat eater, but yeah, me too. There are I plenty of be. people that have even close friends of mine. All of a sudden, they're vegetarian or they're vegan, and they haven't looked back. And I don't know why, but they <laughs> they have. <laughs> and I want to ask about the ketchup thing because I'm a ketchup person on the hot dog, and I'm just I don't know where the non-ketchup thing started. Mustard only. Yeah, or just relish or whatever. You know, I I really don't know where it started, but um. Some of the uh, shows that I've seen, you know, where they go into the different around the country, uh, some of the, you know, they have a big sign, you know, ketchup with a big line through it. <laughs> so I feel like it might be more of an attention getter type of thing. It might be regional, it, too. I don't know. It could be. It, it, it could be. It could be a regional thing. Uh, but it's, you know, it's something fun to play with. Yeah. That's for sure. As I said earlier on Vox Pop, when I was in getting a hot dog, I'm from Jersey, so I'm used to people being annoyed at me for some reason or another. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say being annoyed at you for getting ketchup on your hot yeah, dog. Oh, yeah. I was born in New Jersey, and um, that's that's next on the list of uh, territories for us. I'd love to get some snap dogs down there on the Jersey Shore. That's where I'm from. And um, I was born in um, Long Branch General Hospital. I was born in Neptune. Okay. Uh, my family's cheese business used to have a packaging plant really? in Neptune. I grew up in Elberon. Not too far from there is uh, there's some great, great spots. So that's next on the list. Then I want to go to Philadelphia, and then you know, then maybe we'll take a breather. All right. Do you want to try a hot dog? Yeah. Great. Can... I've never oh, yeah, tried okay. a snap dog, and I've never seen a hot dog with the label the kind of. Yeah, I have not either. Right on it. A little bit cold at this point since it's been a, a little, a little while. So. Oh. That's fine. I'm just going to place this down. Thank you. There's your hot dog. And now... Sure, I'll have another one. I don't even need to ask. (laughs) Got my order in already. Yeah, maybe that ketchup helps it a little bit, too. I felt bad for Ray. I saw the sweat coming off his forehead. (laughs) I was like, oh, my gosh. Here we go. My pleasure. So do you have another funny story to regale us with uh, from the business or from? Yes, I do. This is so good. <laughs> while, you guys, while you guys eat, I'll talk. Yeah. I worked the cart on uh, 55th and Broadway, and it was like late October. It was one of these days with that chilly wind and like a kind of wet, you know, like a little bit of rain, but not really a rain. And, you know, about 2.30, it was like, you know, I'm not really doing much business here. I'm going to call it an early day. So I took the cart, and when I rented the cart from this guy, he was very nervous about me driving the cart because they're, like, battery-operated. And he was so nervous that I was going to hit someone or something. Oh. <laughs> and he, he, he had his son give me a lesson and walk, like, one whole day. He w- went with me all the way to the, from the garage to the spot. Like, it wouldn't walk away from my side. But eventually I earned their trust, and they let me take the cart on my own. I called it early. I, I started wheeling the cart back to the garage, and when I got to the garage, it was closed because at that time of day, there's not a lot of activity. Right. So I said, oh, geez, I'm going to have to wait for the cart guy. So uh, a couple blocks away was kind of a fancy French restaurant. I, I hadn't eaten lunch yet that day, so I said, yeah, well, let, me, let me go <laughs> kill some time. So they have big glass windows, and you know everyone inside can, can look out and here I come down the block and I park my cart on the sidewalk in, in front of the restaurant and 
I looked inside and some people were kind of, you know, raising an eyebrow or two. And I walk in the front door and the maitre d' is like, <laughs> kind of looking at us, a table for one, please. <laughs> kind of looked at me. So he brought me to a table. I sat down. The waiter comes over. He says, sir, would you care for something to drink? And I got very quiet in the restaurant at this point. And I, I said... Um, May I please have a glass of Sauvignon Blanc? And as soon as I said the word Blanc, every person in this restaurant turned around and like, what? <laughs> Look, like, what is this hot dog guy coming in here ordering Sauvignon Blanc? You know, I had that in the Bronzino. Uh, <laughs> so, that... and they got a good story out of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, thank you so much for being on our podcast. These hot dogs are delicious. My pleasure. Thank you very much. That was Keith Dorman, founder and CEO of Snapdog. This has been Food Friday Leftovers. I'm Ashley Kinsey. And I'm Dave Hopper. Be sure to check out Vox Pop Food Friday every Friday at 2 p.m. on WAMC Northeast Public Radio. Our producer is Jessica Blaustein Marshall. Our theme is Beach Disco by Dougie Wood. Food Friday Leftovers is a production of WAMC Northeast Public Radio. And tune in next week to see what else we find in the fridge. 